Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Collective Knowledge. We are one. Today, we're going to talk specifically about created um, history. History, I like to say, that got implemented in so it could play out hand for hand, decades, you know, even centuries from now. And it's really amazing because what you're going to end up finding out by the end of this episode is that the story or the movie that you may have read or come across, you're going to realize there's a good possibility that it was maybe some type of conspiracy. You're going to see that one of the most famous movies that we know of, one of the most notable movies, you're going to realize that if you've watched it, you're going to realize that you're watching a conspiracy take place. You're watching the event take place that completely changed the whole entire outlook on a country forever. And like I said, that's planned and manipulated history. The planning and manipulation of history has taken place for decades and even longer. When you look back five years, there's a few events in America that take place that catches your attention. Then you can go back 20, 30, 50, or even 100 years, and you start seeing fascinating patterns in history. Look back 200, 300 years, and things become unmistakable. You go all over the world, you look at countries and cities, and you see the same patterns that take place. And these patterns date back all the way until 1540, even the beginning of the 1500s. The patterns consist of stories being told many years before they happen, wars being told decades before they take place. And then when they take place, they happen and play out hand for hand. So, like I say, a lot of our wars, if you do some research on our wars, a lot of our wars, what a common pattern is, you see that whatever war is being taken place between two countries, you notice or you see that one of those countries is struggling in an area. So they could be struggling financially or they may not have a like a structured Federal Reserve or a structured type of money currency or some type of structured money system. But then after that war, you end up seeing some type of money system being implemented in for whatever side didn't have the structure or uh, central banking system. Then what is amazing to me about that is because when you look at the timelines of all the wars and everything, and you even look at our most recent one in the war in Iraq, a lot of those Middle Eastern countries didn't have a structured banking system or some type of Federal Reserve or some type of... uh, Money currency. They may have had some type of currency, but it wasn't structured out to the point where it could be taxed and federal taxed and income tax, where money can be gained from it for the government to be so-called used on fixing certain elements around us, our buildings, roads, etc., things like that. So, like I say, what's amazing about that now is that the almost... All over the world, everywhere, there's some type of Federal Reserve or some type of central banking system. The only countries that really don't have them yet truly on the level of all the other countries are 
the three to five countries that we reside in conflict with now, and that's the Koreas, the Syrias. Well, the Syria, that one stands out to me simply because we were in conflict with them. Uh, whatever we are in cahoots with Russia, well, Russia went over there in Syria and as things take place now, as things play out into the future, Russia basically will have control over Syria. So when you look at that, and why I say that makes me, why I say that stands out to me is simply because I don't think that would have happened as soon as it did without the assistance of someone being in our White House. So the reason why I bring him up is because he has a nice little story about him that, like I say, it fits in the mold and the pattern of these stories that get planned out and they get placed in books and then they happen hand for hand years down the line. So 124 years ago, you had a book that got published and released. It was about a boy. His name was Byron Trump. The book talks about how this boy was born on 1946. And when you look at that and you look at things like that, when you look at um, there's certain crashes and whatnot that have happened in Russia in 1946, there's a famous lunar eclipse that took place in Russia in 1946. And why I think that is amazing is because this book talks about certain dates, certain times. It talks about how there was a boy named Byron Trump and how he will live on Fifth Avenue in New York, where our president today is a Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue in New York. It talks about how this man will grow up and become rich. And it talks about how this man will go over to Russia and be implemented into this grand plan. Well, we, if you look at the story today, our president um, is being you know, questioned and whatnot for collusion with Russia, basically saying that Russia is the reason why he even got into the White House. So when you have a book out 124 years before certain things have taken place, and then that book talks about events that take place on the exact same day, birthdays and lunar eclipse, it talks about how where he will live somewhere, and then 124 years later, it's the exact same place, address. It talks about how he will be implemented in on a grand plan. Well, if we're talking about a grand plan, and then we're talking about a man who supposedly, or what a lot of people like to believe, is he got collusion and got help to get into our White House. Well, that grand plan... It makes some sense now. You may not know what it is, but like I say, these are coincidences that don't, that aren't things you can just truly just dismiss. So you've got a book that talks about our president now, and it talks about a lot of things about him. And it stated these things 124 years from then until now, years before this man was even born. Okay, so you have a lot of stories in history that are like that. And we're going to get on the subject about 
Morgan Robinson. Morgan Robinson was a writer. He was an author. He produced a book, well, published, not produced, a book in 1914, and it was called Beyond the Spectrum. Beyond the Spectrum, which was a war that was going to take place in the future. It was between the United States and the Empire of Japan. Japan doesn't declare war in the book, but they launch a sneak attack on the U.S. Well, doesn't that sound familiar? That's the story of Pearl Harbor. This book was written in 1914, almost 30 years before an event even took place. So, like I said, that's another example, another story, talking about events that played out hand in hand years and decades before it even took place. Then what is more amazing about that is the same author, Morgan Robinson. He wrote another book in 1898, and it was called The Titan. The Titan was an ocean ship that sank due to striking an iceberg. It crashed in the Atlantic Sea. And what was amazing about that is, doesn't that sound familiar again? That's another story that we know about. That's a movie that we all know about. That's a movie that a lot of us have watched and didn't realize the movie we was watching. Yeah, they made it. We got told and betrayed that it was a love story and whatnot. Yeah, there may have been some type of love story about it on the boat, but that wasn't the true and the most important subject matter from the event. And what we all don't know and what we all have not been told is that this is another planned out, manipulated, created event. You have a book to back it up that was written 10 to 20 years before. So... That is amazing to me because when I first, you know, came across those small little facts, I was, my mind literally was like racing. And I was like, wow, that's, that, I don't know, it kind of freaked me out because I just always remember as a child watching the movie and thinking this and thinking that. But I always felt inside, I was like, I wonder if there's a more reasoning behind the, the ship. I wonder if there's a true purpose of why. Why was it even going to America? What 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 was it doing? So when I ended up doing a little bit more research about it, what I ended up finding out was that you had people above, you had people on the boat, multimillionaires, um, a lot of people who were important in society, a lot of people who had power, um, a lot of people that had done a lot of different things in life, like people like John Jacob Astor. He was an American businessman. Um, he did real estate building, an investor, and he was an inventor. And he wrote a few books. And one of the most important things he did, he was a lieutenant colonel in the Spanish-American War. He was one of the people who was against the reason of why he was even on the boat. So what you're going to end up finding out is that you had a dozen different multimillionaires on the ship. They all were invited on the ship. Everybody who opposed and didn't want the Federal Reserve were invited on the ship to sail to America to give the ability to oppose the Federal Reserve, 
to make it where it couldn't happen. So you had all these people on there that had the power, they had the money, they had the means, the influence to make sure that the Federal Reserve didn't get implemented. And then we're going to jump off topic slightly because, like I say, this is 1912. This is a very important time in our history because this is around the same time frame where Nikola Tesla had went to the American government. And he went to a lot of different governments to try and implement his technologies into the world. His technologies into the world were electric airplanes. So planes weren't run off fossil fuels and whatnot. They would harness and they would work off the natural energy that's around us. He also tried to implement the, a device into our homes where we wouldn't have water bills, we wouldn't have electricity bills because we would be tapping into the natural energy around us, which would be allowing everything to be free. He, imp- he wanted to implement a device that would be probably the size of a picture frame. And this device you place in your home, and instead of having to plug things up into the wall and use the energy and then having to go pay for it on a bill monthly or whatnot, that device, so if you had your TV and your fridge and microwave stove, that device is in the home. And devices literally... For the purpose of, if you go to use that microwave, instead of it being plugged in, it's going to naturally work and harness from the energy around you coming from that device. So that's why I say it eliminate phone bills. It eliminate our life and what we see it now where there's not doing division because we wouldn't need money. We wouldn't have to be paying for a lot of the things that we have to pay for. So that's where... The whole system of what we know life as getting up, going to work, and we have the division between certain classes of rich, poor, all of that wouldn't even exist. We'd be a more free-flowing world. Everyone would be getting along. There would be no stress, like I said, because a lot of our stress comes from our money. So diving back onto the subject, I wanted to take the time to explain the importance of the time frame and the time period that we're in because this is the time... This is the era of where our life and the way we view society has literally how it all got implemented in, how it all basically put us on track to what we know things to be now. So, like I said, you had all these people on the boat who had the ability to stop the Federal Reserve Act that was going to get placed in. That was the whole purpose why they were on the ship. They got invited. Okay. Well, the same people that were supposed to, that were on the ship, they had rooms. They had certain um, rooms that were custom made for their liking and whatnot. They were supposed to be on the ship. The people that were for the Federal Reserve, the people who wanted the Federal Reserve. But mysteriously, right before the takeoff of the ship, they weren't on the boat. You had people... World-famous novelists, radio pioneers, and America's biggest tycoons that mysteriously missed the ship, as I just said. Most notable missing was J.P. Morgan, nicknamed Napoleon of Wall Street. He helped create General Electric and General Steel, and he was credited and most famous for single-handedly saving the U.S. banking system in 1907. Well... What's even more interesting is that 
Morgan owned the International Shipping Combine, which was controlled by the British White Star Line, which they were the owners of the Titanic. Like I said, Morgan attended the launching in 1911, but right before it was to take off, he was not on the boat. So, like I say, this right here is another example of created and planned manipulated history. We've been told that the Titanic was just a, you know, a tragic event that happened, but we, we've never been told, you know, what was the true purpose by it? Uh, what was the true reasoning? So like I said, I don't know how it sank, but do I believe it just mysteriously struck an iceberg when I know all these facts that I just shared with you? No, I don't. So the ship crashed in 1912. A few days later, the Federal Reserve Act was implemented in. That's where, the inc that's where the income tax came from. The Federal Reserve Act came from. And the Federal Reserve has completely, that changed our whole entire way of what we view life and society. And like I said, I just shared three stories with you that are very important stories. Tragic events have happened. These stories are written out in books years before they even took place. But yet again, we in the public eye just believe that they're just natural and tragic events when all reality, they were planned and created. So like I say, when you come across things, books, TV shows, and they say they're based on something true, pay attention to that. But then also pay attention to the time that you take and to go out and to look into things yourself to see if there's more to know about it. Allow your mind to be curious. If you're curious about it and you constantly got it on your mind, take that time to go out, look into it, and see what there is to know. I hope you enjoy another episode of Collective Knowledge. We are one. And I hope that I don't blow too many people's mind by what I just said about the real true purpose of what happened with the Titanic. I know that's a lot of people's favorite movie and whatnot, but hope you enjoyed the episode and I ask you to tune in for the next one. Thank you. Have a great day.